Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, one and all. This is Baka Bites, a show where we talk about what we're watching this week in anime. Today, I'm joined by one of our co-hosts, the Averagely Magical, Magically Average. Minor spoilers ahead for summer 2021. Mr. Average, what are you watching? We are watching a lot of shows, actually. But the three main ones for this... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple that we don't have to talk about. Let's just be real here. Uh, Three main ones, though, that I'm watching this season are Aquatopa, The White Sands, which is probably my most surprising, in a good way. Uh, remake Our Life and Life Lessons with Uramichi Onisan, which is um, by far the which funniest. We're both watching that one. <laughs> yes, yeah, we'll have a lot we're, to talk about. We're both about. watching that one, and I, I can chime in every once in a while here. But yeah, you have Remake Our Life on your list, um, which I have on mine. I just haven't watched it yet. Yeah. I also have Aquatope on the White Sands on my list. I haven't watched it yet. Just been a little preoccupied, a little busy, et cetera, et cetera. So, but. Um, yeah, it's a solid list overall. For me right now, the ones that I want to talk about today are uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S, The Dungeon of Black, Com- Ugh, the Dungeon of Black Company, and uh, Remain, uh, which I think I'm the most excited to talk about. But at the same time, it's just one of those things that it's like, it is a very niche thing and it is a very frank thing. Yeah. And... I, I do not recommend anybody watching it, but it, it is completely up my alley. So uh, I have a show like that this season. Wanna... It's not out yet. It's called Sony okay. Boy. But I feel like I'm going to be in yeah, that same that... boat where I'll be like defending it to, the, to my grave. And I'll have a lot of people going, but why? So... I feel you there. Yeah, that one that one's on my to-watch list as well. But that doesn't come out until tomorrow, yeah. I believe. Yep. So yeah. would you like to start or would you like me to start? I can go ahead. Yeah, I'll start. Go for it. So, Aquatope of the White Sands, uh, another slice of life one. I know my slice of life show from last season was not stellar, and I was pleasantly surprised by this one. So, basically, the premise of the show is a former idol, and I say former, but she's still, like, 18, essentially gets axed Hmm. from her group and is heading home to her family um they have a whole gathering waiting for her they're all gonna help her out you know it's it's a whole event she's kind of lost she didn't really know what she did wrong but she also comments on the fact that she's fairly average (laughs) no pun um but she she like you guys can relate oh yay um (laughs) but yeah like she the beginning of the episode is kind of backstory about her. She's like, I never stood out. I don't really, I'm like, I'm not the prettiest, but I'm also not like ugly by any means, which obviously that means a yeah. lot for an idol. Uh, but she, she was like, I worked hard and I thought that was enough, but it wasn't. And so 
on her way back home, she sees an ad to go to Okinawa, which, if you're not familiar with Japan, is is a like very summery beach sort of like Florida vibe in, in the sense that it's very warm most of the year. I hope it's not a Florida vibe. No well, idea. not like that kind of Florida. See Floridians out there, but like, oh boy, is Florida just a place? <laughs> Weather-wise, yeah. Just it, we're, yeah. I shouldn't have brought up Florida. Sorry, Florida people, but also <laughs> get your shit together. <laughs> um, so she, on a just a whim, goes to Okinawa, and is just walking around aimlessly. She's you know trying to enjoy the weather. Doesn't really know what she's going to do with her life, really. And then she sees an ad for this aquarium. It catches her eye, um, and she goes there, and she has. A moment i guess you'd call it where it's like she becomes one with the aquatic creatures at the aquarium and like sort of gets a sense that she belongs here the owner comes out and it's a younger girl she's walking her around and telling her all the stuff and then our main character's like please for the love of god let me work here and that's it that's how it ends so it okay you, yeah it, there's a lot of cool stuff happening it's it's a it's a dying aquarium they don't get a lot of foot traffic um very passionate girl though who owns it and works with her i think it's actually family owned so it's really her grandparents but she's the one that manages it trying to bring it back to life that's all she really cares about is that is it like you know sea creatures and and rescuing uh, aquatic creatures and, and rehabilitating them and everything and then she comes in contact with this former idol who's just kind of soul searching so it's really cute the art yeah. i will say just it's it's great that it's placed in okinawa because the art is stellar everything's very bright and vibrant and it's a really really pleasing to watch and look at so for a slice of life highly recommend it is starting off really good um yeah, it it seems pretty damn wholesome, and I it's again it, I am gonna watch it uh, probably if anything tonight, if not tomorrow night. Yeah, um, highly recommend. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And then yeah. we have um, we have our next one, which is remake our life. This is a strange one. So basically, premises our our main character has a has a job as a video game developer, creator, manager, something in the video game realm with a smaller company. Doesn't work out, gets canned because the company implodes on itself. Meets up with a random woman, finds out that she actually works in the video game industry, but at, like, the premier video game company. And he's like, oh, hell yeah. I will work my ass off to get a job here. And he does. He's on contract he's working hard he's within like a two months he becomes like the most dependable worker in this group um and like every video game company they're part of like a smaller development team well as things happen in anime uh their development team gets canned so he gets fired again so like within a three-month span as they do right right within a three-month span our main character gets fired from two jobs and it's one of those situations to where, again, he's kind of aimlessly searching, soul-searching, figuring out what he's going to do with his life. And he has this epiphany moment of, like, well, what if, I, what if I went to art school? We learn more about his backstory in this point where he was accepted to an art school and a business school. And he went the business school route because he thought it was more comfortable. Well, not comfortable per se, but... Lucrative? Not even lucrative. He just thought it was safer. Like, he, he mm, assumed mm. that if going to business school meant, like, I'm going to get a job, I'm going to make money, even if I don't really like it, I'll be fine. Like, I'll, I'll be able to live yeah. comfortably, won't have to worry about myself that much. Now, after leaving his job as an economist, going into the video game world, and getting canned twice, he's like, well, now, what if I actually went to art school? Like, what if I made that choice? The next morning... He wakes up and he's 10 years in the past. So he's given another chance to redo everything that had happened up until that point in his life when he was fired for the second time. And so he's like, all right, I'm going to art school. I like, I, he's like, I'm going to make sure that this, these 10 years that I've been gifted again 
are not going to be wasted. I'm not going to play it safe. I'm going to do what I believe in and what I want to do, and that's to go to art school. So, Which is hilarious because, you know, you get transported 10 years in the past. You're like, okay, what happened financially in the next 10 years that I can take advantage of rather than, hey, I'm going to fix yeah. my life by going to do an art school thing. Which, which is <laughs> it's funny how that happens because it's, it, it's, again, one of those situations where, like, he retains all of his memories. So he, like, he knows yeah. he's 10 years in the past. But, like, he, when he wakes up, he's like, where's my smartphone? He has a flip phone. He's like, why do we have our old, like our old tube tv like didn't we can't like get rid of that for a, a plasma and his sister's like what in the literal fuck are you talking about you psycho and he's like oh and the light bulb clicks but yeah so <laughs> to your point though where it's like oh wouldn't you just try to like profit off of everything that's going to be coming in the next 10 years he mm-hmm. sort of does that but really focused in on the video game world so there's there the company that he previously had worked at where it was like the major video game developer, they had a squad of developers called like the, what were they called? Like the platinum generation or the platinum team, something like that. They were, they were like known across the country basically as like the best video game developers. And he was like, he's they're, they're the same age as him. So he's like, Oh, I'm 10 years in the past, so that means that they're likely in school right now. They're learning the trade. He's like, I wonder if I'll come across them. And so that's sort of the part of the journey is, like, him trying to figure out, you know, who is, who are these developers? Like, who is the Platinum Generation, and how can I become a part of it? So how can I be, become buddy-buddy with these yeah, people? Yeah, how can I mooch? Become a leech. Um it's a, it's a good show. I, I actually I really like it. I think the humor is perfect in it. Um, I it, it's it's got a nice pace to it to where the first episode is forty six minutes, but it gives you enough backstory to know to let you know kind of what's going on and and his personality and what put him in this position in the first place. And then you you get right into essentially him being ten years in the past and starting school. So there's like there's no lag. It's not a slow buildup. It's it's pretty quick, but then now it's gonna be, it's a very nice pace to him, actually going and and learning in his art school. So, it's a good show. I actually I think it was on my three episode list. Um, there's two episodes out currently, and I'll probably keep watching it because it is a lot of fun. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I know that one's also on my list. Is there only one, or is there two episodes out right now? There's two. There's two. So the first is 46 okay. minutes or so, and then the second one is a normal 23. They, okay, so that's the second show this season that had a 46-minute first episode. Yep. Which yep. The Detective is that's, Dead. That's a lot. Uh, which is a show I will not yeah, be I watched, about. Yeah, I watched that one. Yeah. I, I watched... Okay, so I guess I could just briefly talk about that one. I watched the 46-minute episode. I did not watch episode two, but I mean... I enjoyed what I saw. I thought the world was pretty interesting. The ending was a little lackluster, and you're like, okay, how? Are, what are they gonna do here? What are they? How are they gonna like jump from this off point of like, oh yeah, I started to work for her, but oh wait, I realized she's dead, and then it's like done. Episode ended. It's like, yeah, what? Okay, so I'll give it another two episodes because I said it was gonna be three episode try, but like, yeah, it's a bit weird yeah i mean my take on it real quick is just like it's it's interesting but i think it's too full of itself and i i I truthfully don't like the dialogue i think the dialogue is god awful it's not that it's like it's not that it's hard to follow well i i guess not a spoiler or anything but like the second episode early on in the episode you'll kind of get what i'm trying to get at here with the dialogue it's just it's Okay. It's not like it's cringy. It's more just like like they try to force in this weird sort of like sarcasm and satire into it that just doesn't hit. But I'm also okay. I'm picking that um there are a ton of shows this season too that are like I'm interested in and it's just this one had hopes based on the premise of it. It's just it's not really not really clicking right now. But I'm going to give it one more episode at yeah. least. Yeah, I I still need to watch episode two, and I'm going to give it another, the third episode try. And if it's like I'm still on the fence, I'll keep going, and then either I'll drop it eventually or I'll continue on with it for the remainder of the season. But yeah, 
that's nor here nor there. Well, it is there. It's just not out yet. But um, to kind of move ahead into the first show that I watch, and or not the first show I, that I watch, but the first show I want to talk about because it's the most kind of like a show that I'm iffy about and probably not going to continue watching um, is The Dungeon of Black Company. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, basically, it's a show where a guy, he's the ultimate neat. He, like, from a young age, saved up his allowance, bought, like, real estate in, like, America and used it to, like, build rental properties and then use that money to buy prime real estate in Japan and build, like, mega mansions, or not mega mansions, but, like, mega condos. And, like, at the top of one of them is just, like, his loft and it's like his palace essentially and he's just like i'm a super neat like i don't need to do anything i like i'm fully sustainable my like money makes it for or i make my money makes money for me like i don't have to do anything and then just a big black hole just swallows him up and he's transported into another land and he has no money no nothing so he has to uh work at a mining company and he's just trying to figure out, like, any kind of cheapskate, like, low rotten way of getting out of actual work. So, like, the first stupid situation he's put into is just, like, or he's mining, he pretty much passes out. He's like, there's got to be a better way. And he loses his, like, last gold coin to, like, buy a meal. And it, like, rolls into what looks like a wall, but is actually a teleporter. And... <clears throat> He brings a, basically just like an idiot companion who isn't really good at much, doesn't have any aspirations, doesn't have much going on for him. So he's like, hey, I need one more person to go on this, like, they have like the mining adventures or like scouting adventures, basically, to go further down into the dungeon. So he like goes through the teleporter with this other guy. They get to the third floor, which apparently is pretty far down there, and they like use, like he took another bank loan out so he could buy items to like ward off monsters so they could like get these super rare like or super like valuable rare or better quality crystals that they don't have on the first floor and that's when shit goes wrong because the items were expired and a dragon finds them and is about to eat them and he makes a deal with the dragon saying hey if you don't eat us and you give us protection from other monsters We'll feed you food that's tastier than humans and other monsters. And they're like, bet, I'm going to take that deal. You have to feed me no matter what, like however much I want. And that ends up costing him more money. So now he's like even further in debt because this dragon little girl just eats his wallet essentially like because she's just so hungry. And then like they're finally again on the third floor. They stumble upon like items like from adventures past but there's no bones and like the dragon's like oh yeah this is where we all like poop and essentially it's just like all the items that like you know couldn't be processed so they find a magic wand they use the magic wand to like make all the supervisors and everybody else work and then the magic wand dies because you know you can only use it for so often before things break and then everybody gets mad at him, and then the episode ends. So it's just one of those things. It's just like, it's stupid situation after stupid situation, and it's not the greatest. I thought it was going to be funnier, but it's just like, this guy is just a dickhead. He's not, there's no redeemable qualities about him. He's not very funny. I don't, like, it's just like, I'm probably going to give this another two episodes, and I'm probably going to drop this one. It honestly sounds like all of the worst comedy tropes that you can find in anime all shoved oh, into yeah. one. It is. Like, it, it, it really is. Shit. Because the the dragon be, like transforms into a human form, and the human form is like a little girl. So it's just like, oh, yeah. there's your other trope there. So it's just, Jeez. it's a lot. It's a lot, and it's not done very well. So I'm probably, this is going to be a, a probable pass in my book later on down the line. But um, speaking of dragon girls and being non well i guess it's still tropey but you know better is uh miss kobayashi's dragon maid s holy fuck yes it's back i am so happy i watched both episodes today there's two out i won't go into like the the story of it because a i i don't know if you've 
caught up with the show, Tyler, and I don't know. Uh, I just don't want to give it away. It's such a good fucking show. Yeah, and it's, it's I'm gonna funny. I'm gonna try to speed run through the first season because because you're you're what episode six right now or something like that like six or seven I think so okay so you don't have too too much more no but yeah this the show is more of the same it focuses around another new dragon and it's goddamn brilliant like it's like you have the weird comedy wholesomeness of like dragons and humans coexisting and living in, with each other and then you also have the weirdness of a new dragon coming in and trying to like have them tame the dragon and then also just the bullshit from the like the the battles like the battles from season one they're even more so like beautifully animated in this season like it's it's so gorgeous that was so that was the first thing that caught my eye because i i know like i've I've always seen the gifs and and people posting quick blurbs of the fight scenes from episodes but watching it like actually play out an episode where it's pretty much like always calm and then out of nowhere, there's just a fight. Is just you're like kind of yeah. taken back. You're like, "Whoa, where did that come from?" It's like, "Oh my god, it's beautiful and done." But holy shit, this is intense. And oh, now they're just back to normal in their apartment. It's <laughs> I well, like now it. They're eating croquettes or something. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's it's funny though. Yeah, the battle because watching it, it actually just... it really reminds me of Fooly Cooly, like mm, because like the mm-hmm. the first season of well, the, I guess not even season. Well, I guess it's a season, but. Fully Cooly starts off like super slow and it's just a lot of like really nice art styles and stuff and there's some quirkiness to it and then pretty much you guaranteed at the end of every episode there's some sort of fight and it's just intense and comes out of nowhere and it's gorgeous. It kind of reminds me of that. Slow is not a word Slow is not a word I would describe fully coolly. That show, as soon as like it starts out slow in the very like first ten minutes, yeah. and then once it gets going, it you don't stop barreling downhill on like onto a ramp onto the giant fucking iron. Yeah, no, you're, you're, um, you're right. I meant, I guess I meant slow but, yeah. like the episode. It's not like it doesn't start yeah, off yeah, with I a get, battle. I get you, but yeah, no, I get you. But Watch yeah, fully no, cool. In, in the first episode specifically, though, there is a kitchen scene, and the it's so fucking beautifully animated. But it's so over the toply, like over the top absurd. Uh, it's something to behold. I love it. I I'm so looking forward to seeing the rest of the season. So happy it's back. I'm gonna be continuing this until the end of the season for sure. Absolutely, hundred percent. But. I know you got one left. I got one left. Um, I'm going to go ahead with mine just for the fact that we can both talk about the one that you have because yeah. we've both seen it. Um, so my last one that I said that I would not recommend to anybody, but I'm going to start this from – I'm going to finish this show. It's called Remain. A little backstory on uh, on me. I played water polo for eight years, and this show is literally just about water polo. So I'm going to like it – or not, not like it. I'm going to watch the show – hell like hell or high water of whether it's good or not or accurate or not because right now as a show it's not very good as a sports anime it's not very good like episode one it just sets up like this absurd plot where it's like hey the number one like middle school water polo kid or junior high water polo kid his parents got into a like an accident with like a car accident with him and now he can't remember all of junior high which is when he what? started playing water polo and became number 1. So it's like this whole story of like going into that, him waking up from like an 8-month coma or some shit like that. What? Yeah. What? And, Wait, what? <laughs> right. What? what? And this, this show about is about water polo. Water polo. <laughs> yep. We'll get there. <laughs> but like <clears throat> It's so yeah, I it's as a show it's not great. It's not. But like anywho, besides the point. Basically everybody think like once he wakes up everybody's like you got to play water polo. You got to play. He's like, "Dude, I don't even remember the rules to water polo, let alone like want to like, play the this fuck fucking is sport. water polo." What? Exactly. And he has like all these photos, these trophies and everything else and like these rule books. He's like, "What the fuck? My what was my life?" It'd be like waking up from and a so coma people, and someone's like, yeah. "You got to play curling. You're the curling champion." You're like, "Holy shit, what is happening? What curling? Me? I'm I curled? That's what I did with my life?" 
<laughs> uh, but at least water polo is a hell of a lot more difficult oh, than curling yeah, ever no. will you be. Can, it, but as for a sport, point. you can play on the ice but still drink a beer and eat, like, uh, Timbits. If you're Nachos. not familiar with Timbits, Timbits are amazing. Go eat Timbits. Uh, yeah, that's not really a sport. You've never eaten at Tim yeah. Hortons? I don't know. I don't know. Tim oh, Hortons yeah, sponsor no, us. I know what I'm just Tim kidding. Hort- I know what Tim Hortons is. I know what Tim Hortons is. I don't live far north to like ever have been to a oh, Tim Hortons. Gotcha. Anywho, <laughs> so yeah, it's all about like these people being like, "You gotta play. You gotta play. You gotta play." And he's like, "The fuck is this?" And like he goes to like episode one ends with basically just him studying his ass off, passing junior high before high school starts, and him joining like an average high school. Yeah, he fucking studies his ass off for three months or some shit and so he could take like the high school entrance exam gets in and he's like i'm going to high school i'm gonna start my new life and then like people still like at high school are just following him around being like we know you play water polo join the water polo club and he like runs away and runs into a neighboring school into like a tree slash bushes he's like this is familiar and then like this girl who was in a water polo or swimming magazine like Sees him, goes up to him, and gives him on the, a kiss on the cheek, and that's the end of episode one. It's like, goddamn, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> episode two starts. You find out that they had made a bet. Like he asked her out, she said no. He said, "Fine, you have to give me a kiss if I become the number one water polo player in junior high in Japan." And she's like, so "I bet." <laughs> she was doing. But the bet was if he doesn't, if he doesn't do that by high school or whatever, he would have to pay her one hundred ten thousand yen. And then I think if he doesn't do it in high school, he has to pay her 220,000 yen if he doesn't become the best player. Some stupid shit Holy like that. Holy mother of so God. Basically, he's like going back and forth. Should I play? Should I not play? Should I play? Should I not play? So she, he ends up being like, okay, I'll join. He like bites and like the, the captain of the water polo squad is like, hooray, you're going to join. And that's when shit is just like, all right, we're going to get into the sports anime. It's like, okay, we need seven players total. We need six people and a goalie. And they had four. Oh. So, or they had three. Sorry, they had three. And then the captain who, I played goalie. The captain, of course, is just a masochist and he's a goalie because there was nobody, like, he was the only one on the team. He made flyers and being like, hey, if you want to, like, make regionals and win championships, join us. We've got this prodigy with us, which, like, tons of people show up to, like, try out. And the prodigy, quote unquote, was like, yeah, I don't know anything about this sport, so uh, don't join on my behalf. So everybody but two people leaves, so they have four. So they're discussing shit in the clubhouse, and then a fifth character comes along. He's like, yeah, I'll join because I couldn't make the baseball team, essentially, but... And water polo and baseball are basically the same. No. 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 (laughs) But, yeah, and then, like, they're they're like, great, we have a fifth, and then they're just talking... Or no, maybe... No, it was a sixth. It was a sixth because there were three people that stayed after everybody left. Um, So they had six people. Six people? Yeah. Fuck, I'm getting my numbers wrong. Numbers are hard. They had six hard. people, including this new guy. They, yeah, they had this six people, including this new guy. And the new guy is like, I want to play goalie. And the ca- like the leader or whatever is like, no, 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 no. Kid, slow down. I'm the goalie. That's not happening. They're like, well, you're just self-appointed. We'll do tryouts for it. And then just the water polo begins. <laughs> which they get the technical terms down. And it, like, it's not good. It's... <laughs> I have. They're like, hey, you, normally you're not allowed to use two hands to throw the ball, but because you're really inept right now, use two hands to throw the ball, like to shoot. Gotta start somewhere. And yeah, well, the guy doesn't remember how to egg beater, aka tread water. So he's just like, eventually after the shootouts, which you know the new guy loses, our our homeboy who lost his memories and doesn't know how to play, he gets a. a calf cramp and fucking starts drowning and that's when the goalie like dives down picks him up and brings him above water and is like okay well we're done for the day i was hoping that our our coma friend would just hit the water and then just go and just sink to the bottom (laughs) and then real panic hits yeah but no i Um, i have a show like that this upcoming season um that i feel like i'm gonna be in the same boat as you because i'm a i'm a lifelong hockey player and there's a show mm. that's about a, a female ice hockey team. Um, mm-hmm. I just, like, I know I'm going to watch it, but I know it's going to be dog shit. 
<laughs> like, I, oh, yeah. not because it's female hockey. Don't get me wrong. It's just because it's hockey. And I just don't foresee them being able to portray ice hockey in an anime like well. So I'm already preparing my heart for it. You would be surprised because they did fucking volleyball really well. And that's but something volley- you wouldn't But volleyball expect. is big in Japan. Like volleyball is huge in Japan. Obviously baseball is top. Okay. Baseball is top. Soccer's up there. But for like for high school and, and actual like school sports, volleyball is huge. Hockey, Fair you don't find a lot of hockey ranks in Japan. That's true. True, true, true. But yeah, to, to summarize the end of that episode, the homeboy who lost the goalie tryouts was like, all right, I'm not good enough for this either. I'll see you later. I'm quitting. And they're like, no, don't do it. And so they convince him not to do it. And then the episode ends with like, hey, we're still down a person. We need one more. And the guy's like, yeah, I like have my eye on this last guy. He was third place in like the freestyle for swimming competitions or something in junior high. And it cuts to like them showing the person. They're like, uh, that's good and all, but uh, he's on the track team, it looks like. And then the episode ends. It's just like, okay, this is trash that I cannot recommend to anybody. But I'm <laughs> excited for them to get into the water polos. Yeah, like once you, once you because, hit the water polo. Goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. But yeah, they... I'm happy that they didn't do the half-ass where, like, some people at their, like, first day of water polo or, you know, first week, they'll wear swim trunks called jammers, which are basically, like, tight speedos, but, like, they're, like, down halfway through to your calves. So it's not just, like, it's just, like, a speedo where it's just showing, like, covering nothing. So I was happy that they didn't have anybody in fucking jammers and that they stayed true to, like, hey, if you're playing water polo, you wear a goddamn speedo. And they did say the words egg beater for treading instead of treading water. So it's like, okay, they've got some of the lingo down. Can they execute? And that's where I don't know if they can. So what you're saying <laughs> is that for it to be as accurate as possible, they all need to be wearing Speedos every episode. Yes. Start to finish. Absolutely. Okay. Just want yeah. to make sure we're clear there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm on board. I'm on board. But anywho, that's what I got. Let's let's hop into your last one, and we'll hop into some My Hero hot takes. Yeah, last one we're watching together, and I, I will. I'm going to admit it. I, when Frank and I originally went through the watch list for what we were going to be watching this season, I watched the trailer, and I wasn't sold on it because I thought it was going to be more of a kid show than anything. It's obviously not. I I knew that too, but I just didn't know how adult theme it was gonna be leave me alone i am realizing my mistake i am admitting i made a mistake we watched the trailer together i'm laughing my my ass off he's like why is this funny i don't understand why this is funny i knew why it was funny (laughs) i didn't know how deep it was gonna go all right so basically you were were such a naysayer (laughs) see what happens by the way everyone listening I, I, I pour my heart and soul out. I admit that I'm wrong. And this guy still decides to just kick me and I just, while I'm down. And I just I just, just step lay on into me. Anywho, so Life Lessons with Uramichi Onisan is probably the top show for me so far this season. There's two shows yet to come out that I, are on my watch list. But so far, it's the top solely because of the humor. Imagine... It's so fucking funny. Ima- imagine if you got a back... Like, a... a, a, a backstage look into the wiggles and and the the like who those people really were in life and that's what you get in this show so but it's not that it's just like their way of life it's just like oh it's ingrained like a back a glimpse a glimpse of the wiggles actual lives but they actually hate their life yeah 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 i mean it's yeah it's that level of dark (laughs) so uh uramichi is the lead i guess of a of a kids television show alongside two other hosts and two i can't remember the name that they always use for them but they're like costume actors like bunny people yeah and it's they have like live like kids live in the recordings and they do all these games and songs and it's pretty much like the wiggles except when you get a deep look into who Uramichi actually is and his personality that comes out on stage to, to like, I, I, cause episode to episode, there's not really like any sort of underlying story or arc or anything. It's just, you know, funny stuff that happens Currently. each episode, but <laughs> every episode 
so far, the two that are out, when they're recording, you get a you get a glimpse into what's really going on with Uramichi and his personality, and it's terrifying because he's like talking to the kids in his like stage voice. He's like, Hi kids, how's everyone doing? And they're like, Great. And he's like, Are you guys doing great? And they're like, Yeah. They're like, how about you guys? Are you guys doing okay? And they're like, Yeah. And then he just goes, And what about those that are not doing great? Just me? Oh, well. And all the kids are like, what in the shit just happened? <laughs> but it, like that, it, it's a continuous thing throughout every, like throughout the episode. It just comes out of randomness. And it's like, so... Kids will just ask him the most simplest of questions and he'll just be like, I hate life. <laughs> Don't be like One me. of my favorite, favorite parts of the first episode is this little girl... After he's like, he, he's like, I'm really depressed. Everything else? No? Okay. This little girl's hitting him with a wand. And he's he goes down. He goes, what are you doing? Are you trying to do a secret attack on me? And she goes, no, I'm just trying to cheer you up and make you happy. And he goes, all right, everyone, I'm going to teach you a lesson. When you grow up, don't be like me. For the love of God, don't be me. And then it's just silent. And then you hear a guy from the backstage go, all right, that's a wrap, cut. Uh, we're going to stop now. But, like, the, uh, the whole thing with the production of the whole th- uh, of the show is that the show is so insanely popular that he was like, I've just been testing shit out and just saying random things <laughs> until I get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, there's a that whole... is essentially it, because the director the director's on set just, like, nodding, like, yes, I like this, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. yep. the director's mm-hmm. funny, too. I see nothing wrong here. Yeah, but, yeah, there's one part where... Uramichi's like, alright, we're gonna sing the ABC song, but except this time we're gonna sing the Uramichi song because fuck these labels basically, <laughs> and like the state, oh the stagehand's like, Jesus please no, and the director's like, I actually kinda wanna see where this is going <laughs> um, it's, I mean like this, this, the type of humor in it, I, I, I will say, I think you have to sort of be on board with like the darker side of humor um it, it's just so perfectly this is some, done like, weird biz- it's it's some weird bizarre like adult swim type yeah humor. yeah yeah it really is it's it's not like i guess to put it plainly it's not the the typical like when you associate humor with anime it's not that the, your standard type of humor it is very like dark adult style humor especially when you're when you're portraying it as from the perspective of a character on a who's who's leading a kid's show like it's just it's that level of just like oh this is not okay at times (laughs) like i kind of feel a little uncomfortable but my god is it funny it's the delivery is so great um and and it is like uh, they do get into the characters a little bit too in their back their like their their history and it's just so funny watching these characters interact with each other and then the kids too on the show. Honestly, I take back everything I said when I watched the trailer. It is already a fantastic show in my mind for this season and it could potentially be in the top, but we'll have to see how, uh, how dark it goes. I'm waiting for the one yeah, episode where he just my... takes a kid hostage. Uh, I'm waiting for that. Oh. <laughs> I think one of my favorite parts about the entire, like, I think the first episode was, like, he completely just botches a a session with kids in which he just goes dark the entire time without being, like, cheerful or anything. And, like, the producer or somebody's like, let's bring in another set of kids and redo it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they like just do another take there instead of... <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to start this one it's over. So bring in the next batch of kids. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's so good. I the humor hits so well. And, and I, I fucking I think I'm, it hits yeah, well too it. because it's it's relatable from the sense that he's not like older. He's I think he's around thirty or so. He's in his late twenties. I yeah. think is what it was. Yeah, late twenties or early thirty. No, he's thirty one. The bunny person or bear person's like twenty eight, and then the girl host is like thirty three or thirty four, and she's dating one of the other side hosts who's like younger than her but like not I don't know. It's, he, yeah it it's funny it's just take our word for it go watch the first episode if you think any of that is funny like then 
we're in for a treat. Yeah. I just have a feeling it's going to be a little bit more of the same every single episode unless they introduce a plot of some sort. But like, I, I think we'll get into it eventually. There's some weird hints at what they could be diving into in the second episode at maybe. least. But we'll see. It's, it is worth the watch, though, for the two episodes that are out. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a treat. But all right. Let's move on to our last topic of the day. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we always end these shows usually, or usually end these shows with My Hero Academia, uh, and this is where Lobo and I usually yell at each other. If you're not caught up to date on My Hero, I would turn away, turn this off. I, we won't be offended, but we are going to jump into the thick of it. Yeah. Um, if you're reading so the Lobo, manga, shut up. F- we don't care. Yeah. Don't give a shit. Um, AKA fuck you, Lobo. You're <laughs> reading the manga. We like. We still love you. His though. thoughts are. Here's. We love you. We do love you. I miss you, buddy. Um, but yeah, his his thoughts of this episode is all I got to say about my hero academia is that I can't wait for y'all's reaction to the, this next arc with Hawks and everything going on away from Deku and UA. It's like I. Okay, Mr. Source Material, yeah. just give us your goddamn thoughts about the episode. But I also don't want to be that person. I love you. I don't want to be that person, but that's the same thing that he's been saying for the last, like, three weeks now. Like It's cryptic as hell, but we love you. I, do you mind if I get it started? Because I, I just, like, that comment leads me into something I wanted to talk about. Like, I, the first part of this season, Frank and I are in agreement. We're definitely of the minority, though. The first part of the season was absolute trash it doesn't make sense to start off a season i wouldn't say absolute trash it just wasn't good it just it's so painful to start a new season with a tournament arc that has no real purpose it really didn't if you look in the grand scheme of things it Lova, really didn't Lova wanted to like argue that it's like I, oh but I, it goes into two b and i get 1B. that it's just but my whole point of it was could you have gotten all of your points across without a tournament arc? And the the yeah. answer at the end of the day was yes. There's There was multiple ways you could have done it. It wasn't needed for a tournament arc to last, what, seven episodes or something? It just wasn't needed. Yeah. And I, but I say this to, to transition into my thoughts on this the second part of the season, which is I like it. I like it a lot. I love the direction. I think it's great. But you got to start moving. You got to start going. I, we are crawling through these episodes it like yeah. you were you're it's tiny little sprinkles of stuff and then nothing happening for the rest of the episode like it's it's a lot of domino setting and not a lot of like revealing any but, any much else than that and i like i get it i i get it and everyone everyone that's reading the manga lobo included is, is saying just wait Stuff's going to happen. Just wait. You're going to be shocked at what the next arc's going to be. And I, I know. I can't wait for it to happen. But you got to get there quicker. There's got to be more substance to these episodes. They're just, there's just not enough. And I, I find it hard to believe with how fantastic this show is from the first ever episode to the most recent episode that they can't put more substance into the episodes. I just I find that hard to believe. I so I agree but disagree with you at the same time. I agree that it is crawling at a snail's pace. They could have done the tournament arc in a few episodes and then just gone straight into this arc yeah. that they're in now and drip fed us all the information we're getting in these episodes. Like they could have done that a li- like I actually like the pacing as to where it was. I think it just could have came earlier in the season. So yeah, I, I I disagree with you in the fact that I think that the information that they're providing us is a lot. It's a lot of setup. It's just kind of like it's back to watching Odd Taxi. It <laughs> is a lot of setup. It is a lot of dominoes. There are intricate like there are intricate pieces in this like plot because they are bringing so many different characters and different because they're bringing in the hero agency. They're bringing in the 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 students and they're also bringing in the uh league of villains so you got like three main chunk like chunky characters or chunky like positions i don't know the word i'm trying to think of right now yeah no i got you and you're you're weaving a thread that's just like okay how is this all gonna unfold how like so i think the pacing is fine because they are giving us a lot of information in the drip feed that they're getting because like it is dense it's dense is what it is and there's no better way of doing that no i I mean i think that like i get it no i and i i I totally agree with you i just 
in my mind, and maybe I'm just being nitpicky and a little whiny. Hey, that's my job. Whatever. <laughs> I did. I, you know what? I'm going to take it over. You, you take the day off, Mr. Lazy Pants. Mr. I'm going to take Wednesdays off. Fucking weirdo. Um, I just, in my mind, watching these last three episodes, like, I just, I, I don't see why they have to just kind of give little snippets of the, the, the different plots that are going to be taking place or the, the different, like, just setting up everything. In every episode. In my mind, I would much rather just have the last three episodes be dedicated to that one particular storyline or that one particular group. Like, set up the League of you know, the League of Villains stuff. Set up Hawk's involvement they with have. this other organization. But like but dedicate an episode to it and do it in its entirety. The 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 tiny little tidbits here and there just leave me with the sense of like eventually we're going to have to hit a point where like we're actually going to get an episode where stuff actually happens like i i like i know this but we're going to have yeah we're going to get an episode where hawks has to make a decision is he going to keep up his front as like the league of villains and, and like with them being trusting of him or like is he going to be a hero and stop them like we're going to get to that episode it's just a matter of when yeah and i think the way they're doing it right now it's just harder to tell because with every with with understanding how many things are happening at once, like I know there's a lot of setup. I get it. I'm I'm not complaining about that. I think I'm just more peeved at the manner in which they're going about doing it each episode. It's just it's like it's almost to the point too where like I watch one episode, the next episode comes out the next week, and it's like an additional sprinkle, and I'm like, wait, what the wait? Now, hang on, I'm confused. And I almost have to, like, go back to the previous episode to connect the dots and be like, oh, right, this happened, and we ended it there, and that was the end of this plot in that episode. Then in the newest episode, they continue it on, and now they stop it here. Like, there's just too much cutting and pasting of the stuff in each episode where I'm like, just just throw it all at me at one episode. Just give me it all in one episode. I know you have enough. There's enough happening. Like, lay it all out there. There's they there's tons. To, they want to show you what everybody's doing at the same time because, like, while they're doing the meeting with Hawks, you want to like they're just basically like, hey, instead of us giving you this one storyline and then the next episode being like, meanwhile, while that was happening, here's the children. What do you mean they did it already? They started off the like the episode after the term arc ended. They're like four days earlier. Don't give me that shit. Like, they've already done it. They've done it in previous seasons where a whole, like, five episodes pass. And then they're like, by the way, happening simultaneously, these things were happening for these two episodes. Like, don't, like, you can't give me that excuse. Like, I get it. I'm not, I am not involved in creating shows. I am not a producer. I'm not a director. I don't do any sort of editing. I am, have no knowledge of it whatsoever. But as a viewer, and I know my voice only carries so far as a viewer because I'm pretty much just a backseat quarterback at this point. But as a you, viewer... You and me both are a blip. <laughs> yeah. I just... I, I feel like... Just give it all to me in one episode if you can. All right? I know you have enough Can't material. Go. I know that there's a lot going on. It's, it's a very apparent. But just give it to me. Do it. Like, don't sprinkle it throughout five episodes and think that I'm going to be able to retain it all. I got to connect the dots somehow. And it's fucking hard when you just like burp at me just on occasion, like an episode, you're like, here's something, by the way, remember it. <clears throat> and I'm like, what you fucking okay. And then the next episode is like, did you remember what happened? And I'm like, no, I got to go back now. what did you think was going to happen? I don't know. That's my only we're nitpick. Gonna call, we're gonna, I love the season. We're going to call you. We're going to call you Magically Frankfurter because you just transformed into me right there. Holy shit. It's like looking in a goddamn mirror right now. Um, no, actually, if I had to say the biggest beef I have with this newest season or this newest arc of My Hero is the goddamn opening. The opening song is absolute horseshit. The opening you, song is absolute horseshit. It makes me bored to fucking death. You don't like no, you no, don't no. like boy because band. Here's the thing. You don't like boy band, uh, boy band Deku, Bakugo, and Todoroki. <laughs> 
I love it. <laughs> I it's it's so dumb. It's like this. No, no, no. I don't care. Like the animation itself, I haven't paid attention because there's always fucking spoilers and ops, and it's so dumb oh, that yeah. they do that. For any of you, yeah, for any of you um, that are new to no, anime, the song, too, the song itself. Skip skip ops or close your eyes when you're listening to the op because it, it, it do something else. A typical anime trope is to give away the entire season in the fucking opening, so don't do it. AKA Odd Taxi. Don't watch Odd Taxi's fucking intro because goddamn, is it just give every fucking thing oh you're away just mad that I guessed that the cat was in the closet no i'm not you mad salty you, little no, bastard no 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 god damn it no i'm not mad about that I, my my theories were off the fucking walls bonkers i knew mine That's, weren't yeah. gonna be true like the cat thing was the most plausible thing i'm fine with that no i just i care about right now my hero the opening song the song itself not the animation the song is just horseshit it's stupid it's dumb i don't like it sorry to the artist your song is bad objective to me yeah yeah but it's, I will say, I fucking love the OP to Miss Kobayashi Dragon Maid S. It is a fucking bop and a half. It is so fucking good. Should we have an it's, episode? It's something you gotta... Future episode, and, and hopefully uh, for those... Oh, I don't if wanna... you're gonna say ranking... If you're gonna say ranking fucking OPs not and, ranking, and but endings, I'm gonna... I, I, wanna like, I wanna have an episode that's dedicated to OPs. Not endings. Uh, I'm gonna, I wanna set a record straight here. Every... I won't say every, because then I'll just be stabbed in the back in the future. 90% of endings are garbage, because they're slow, love songy songs that you just don't want to listen to. I want a goddamn banger of a song. I don't care what the theme of the show is. It could be, like, Aquatope of the White Sands, lovely show, great art, very flowy and, and beautiful. Give me, like, a metal song at the end. Like that's what I want. That doesn't fit. That doesn't fit. But no. okay, okay. No. Have you seen Assassination Classroom? Yes. The last two seasons, those ending songs are literal trash. Literal trash. I have to go back and listen to them because they're like, I'd always skip it just like, to get to the next. Episode, I so. love you. You no. No. I don't want we're that. We're not going into the DMCA bullshit right now. No. 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 <laughs> I. God damn it! I this is a hot button topic. We'll have to talk about it another time. Aha, I win. We are gonna do it. Yes. Uh, I said maybe. You asshole. fell for my trap. <laughs> okay, Yugi. Thank you for joining us all this week, everybody. We hope you had a good time. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! Uh, we hope you had a good time. Come join us on the Discord via our Twitter account at Bakako Podcast and tell us what you're watching and why we're idiots. Until next time, Spark Triumph. We'll see you then. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 